We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, left. Now that we have Sam Hartman in the fold, let's be realistic and let's talk about it. We're hearing that the search for a quarterback came down to three different individuals. Sam Hartman ends up being the guy. But what we're hearing, and then I, you know, Iris Breakdown, um, Brian Driscoll wrote an article about this, but we had also heard the same thing. And you chronicled this or predicted this. You said, don't worry. I remember, I believe it was right after the Clemson game. That Tuesday, you said, don't worry, Notre Dame fans. Notre Dame football is like that beach house in Malibu. What a nice for sale sign saying, come play quarterback at Notre Dame. And based upon all the reporting, Notre Dame didn't have to reach out to anybody. Yeah, no. Everybody was calling even before the season ended. Like, yo, what's up with that quarterback position? Yeah. It was like we was like uh, the group 112 had an open spot. And we just dropped we just dropped one of our classics, and it's just it just so happens. We got a spot open. And you know, when you 112, you ain't gotta call nobody. 112 was hot. You know, Mark that cat Marcus Freeman was slim. He was slim, man. He said, Look. The, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was no doubt in my mind after watching the first couple series of Drew Pine and Cal that I knew that for sale sign was on Craigslist the next day. Quarterback for sale. Who wants to come? Right. Because everybody watching that Drew Pond debacle in the first half of Cal was like, there's no way Notre Dame is putting that at the quarterback position in 2022. Top program in the country puts that on film. I know they're dying for a guy. So I'm not surprised. You see that gold helmet shining when it's the only game on TV. That's the other thing. Sam Hartman has never been the only game on TV. Never. Primetime night game with 80,000? Mm-hmm. Never. And then you're expected to win? 
against a good team? Never. Never been in no situation like that. So these are all the factors that you're not going to see on paper. You're not going to see in the stat sheet because it comes down to mentality. What's the kid's makeup? We know that you're you, you're a captain, you're a leader. That goes a long way. But as an individual, that's what you are on the field, man. Yeah, yeah. Bias Merriweather running past people, and you got to push it an extra 10, 15. Yo, you heard what Kayla Smith said when he did his official visit. He said he, do, he, he said he looked at he's like, whoa, that dude's a freshman? So he only going to get faster and bigger and stronger. You ain't never had a receiver like that at no Wake Forest. Now, y'all had some good guys. But they were Wake Forest receivers. Brayden Lindsay probably shined down at Wake Forest. For real. For real. Yeah, boy. It's just different. So if Marcus Freeman was slim, who would be the other three in the group? That cat Al Washington would probably seeing tenor. Oh, you know Dina McCullough in the back. Dina McCullough definitely in the back. <laughs> he definitely's cute. Dina McCullough would be cute. He would be the second lead. They ride. They ride on the plane in the limo. You know, in the jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They probably on the yacht somewhere in Miami after the season for a week. You know, recruiting. <laughs> they they still working. They just on the yacht. That's all. Recruiting, but they just on the yacht. Oh man! And then I think it would come down between Mickens and uh and O'Leary, maybe even Mace. Brian Mason could probably be a good backup singer too. A Notre Dame version of one twelve. Yeah, yeah, something nice. Version of one twelve, man. <laughs> Only on the Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it. Different. Featuring Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, by all means, make sure that you do so. Responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
So what does all of this mean? Expectations now. Let's set the expectations. We're going to set the early expectations now, right? Look. Without knowing who's starting, we're 10-2. Let me give you a – we did deal breakers for the 2023 season two days ago. If Tyler Buckner stays and Sam Hartman is the starter, if Tyler Buckner is not in the game in the third quarter at least four times next year because Notre Dame is blowing people out, there should be no pause anymore putting the backup in. Yeah, if, if Tyler that, Buck is on this roster. Yep. You get up 20, 23, 27 points, man, put, put, Ty, in. put Tyler in the game. That's the expectation. Put Tyler in the game. They put both play, the but we blown Absolutely. them out in the first half. Absolutely. Put Tyler in the game. Because college football has shown us that Sam Hartman more than likely is going to miss a game. Twist an ankle. Something. Or maybe not be good. No, I, I'm not going to go that far. Notre Dame yeah, makes you better. Notre Dame yeah. makes you better. We give you the net of 10 and 2. I think we're good enough for both of them that not knowing who's starting, we're 10 and 2. Mm-hmm. Who's winning the mother two games? Who's getting into the playoffs and getting their knees and jerseys dirty and leading the charge? What are you expecting, Left? 11 and 1? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it re- that is like the floor yeah, now, right? Eleven and one or undefeated. That's 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 the floor now, bro. That's, we're trying to go to the championship. Marcus Freeman is kind of making it hard on himself now. It's like, yeah, hey, making it hard on yourself. All right, bro. I mean, it is Notre Dame, so the expectations are high anyway. No, it can't be nine. No. So we at the net is ten and two because it can't be nine. No, I don't ten. Ten wins is is not a successful season this year. The worst it can be, no, because you definitely can't lose any of the games outside of the big three. Yeah, and Clemson, you any game outside of that, the game shouldn't even be close. Honestly, we gotta go two for three this year. We went one for three last year. Gotta go two for three this year, which makes it a ten and two season at least. And we owe Navy. We owe Navy a beatdown. Because we, we were blowing them out, let them come back. We owe them a beatdown. Game one. Game one. Tyler should be able to get in the game in the third quarter. Make it happen. What are your expectations defensively, though, left? See, this is where I look. I, I asked this question. And I got pushback. Hear me out, left. Hear me out. Anthony Lucas, top five defensive lineman in the 2022 class. Notre Dame was in his final four. Ultimately, he ended up going to Texas A&M. He transfers. He's in the portal. Notre Dame has spoken to him. 300 pounds in the middle. Exactly what you need. Five star. He might be more impactful than Sam Harvey. I would agree with that. And people might say, oh, no. 
a big dude in the middle. What we need. Plugging things up, shutting down the run and making teams one. Can you imagine if they had a defensive line that made offenses one-dimensional and they could only throw with the defensive backs they have coming back? Will it look like Alabama? Can you imagine? Alabama's D-line is what separates them every freaking time. And Georgia. The only difference is Georgia's defensive backfield is just really suspect, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Kirby Smart does it. He coaches his butt off. Well, that D-line make, make it hard, though. Look, and when I said that, people were like, no, Sam Hart's more important. I didn't say he was more important. I said, who's going to make the bigger impact on winning a national championship? That D lineman. Because Sam Hartman and Tyler Buckner aren't generational talents now. It's not like we got a Deshaun Watson or a, you know, Trevor Lawrence or nothing, but we got some guys that are capable of doing just enough. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Notre Dame, bro. We said it yesterday. Marcus Freeman really must have had a discussion with the administration and said, look, if you're not going to get me NIL, we're going to have to, you have to let us get these transfers in. Yeah. I mean, but the transfers are good, good transfers too. They not know. No, not. And, and TCU is the perfect representation for how college football has changed. Tennessee, they, Tennessee. They, I mean, look, they built programs and got to a national championship level through the transfer portal, making the right decisions, bringing the right kids in, putting them in the right system, coaching them up, and having a leader like Duggan and some other kids, and having a first round wide receiver like Quentin Johnson. And voila, there they are, upsetting Michigan with a chance to win a national championship on Monday night. So expectation is that it's not just about Sam Hartman. You know, getting guys like an Anthony Lucas, uh, a Birch from South Carolina who's a big end. He's a five-star kid. He jumped into the portal. Uh, the Ohio not Ohio State, the Oklahoma State safety that was on campus as well with Sam Hartman. Tom Loy, crystal ball him in Notre Dame. And I watched him. Physical safety. Physical safety. Would be a really good match with Xavier Watts, in my opinion. A really good match with Xavier Watts, in my opinion. But I think Adon Schuler is, look, I think Adon Schuler is going to be a guy that gets in and gets some reps in his first season at Notre Dame on the back end. I really believe he's that type of player. And he's showing out down in San Antonio this weekend and showing how good he can be. So, you know, don't shortchange the recruiting class defensively. Don't shortchange the recruiting class defensively because Drake Bowen has showed his tail this weekend, this week as well, down in San Antonio. But I think there are a lot of things that need to be done defensively before we start, you know, raising the flag saying, you know, national championship. But this is the thing. Marcus Freeman believes that they can win a national championship in 2023. And that belief didn't start after the bowl game. 
that belief started right around the time that they were getting ready to face Clemson. He believed in the team that they were, and he said, we're going to be an even better team. Like, I know who we are now, and I know who we're going to be. So his expectation for the 2023 season started sometime during the 2022 season when he was looking at the youngsters that he had defensively and what he knew he had. He was like, yo, if I can just go get me a quarterback to be more efficient, elevate this passing game a little bit, I think we can do it. I think they're definitely contenders right now. Yeah, we're contenders with that. They still need to be proven. I would like to see how we operate in that 12 playoff system, being a five seed, considering we're not in a conference championship. But playing week to week, back to back, it would be good to see how we ride that wave. Maybe we can make an impact. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, maybe having that long ride would also benefit having two guys that we, we don't know if they'll both make the whole season. So, at least, like we said, we can win with either one. It's just the identity of what we're doing needs to be established going into the season, and that means having a quarterback that you know is going to be your guy coming out of spring. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Notre Dame still – this is how aggressive they're being left. They're still going after wide receivers, even after Caleb Smith transferring. And it's like, man, wait a minute. You, got, you have four coming in. You get Caleb Smith, you have five returning. You want some more wide receivers? It's almost like they're not allowing anybody on that roster to feel comfortable about their position. Well, those positions need to be upgraded anyway. And I think with with, with recruiting, there the guys coming in are good, but they're just young and unproven still leaves room to bring in guys with experience since Braden Lindsay's leaving, put another veteran in the room. Caleb Smith's a good addition, but he's also 260 pounds or something. So mm-hmm. you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. may jump in that quarter because Ohio State got no quarterback for the next hey, couple bro. of years. You know what? We can get to that. We can get to that. That, look, how do you feel about that left? Because Marvin Harrison might be looking at, like, yo, this is a first-time starter. Like, Cal McCord, he gets to see him in practice, left. Yeah, you know, you leaving because you know what you got. Right, right. You're not leaving speculating like us fans. Right. Because he's there at practice every day. Right. He don't just close his eyes after he take his rep and watch and don't watch Kyle the next rep after him. Yeah. You know, so he's around him enough to know. All right, yeah. just like Braden Lindsey was around Tyler enough to be like, yeah, he can run the ball. Yeah, because he's seen him at practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I don't blame him. You know, don't waste no years that you got to be there on no quarterback that you don't think can get it done. Not in this day and age. Not like Jordan Addison took no time. He's like, look, can you pick it gone? I'm gone. What are we talking about? Yeah, he didn't. He wanted no parts of Keaton Slovis, bro. No parts. And Keaton didn't want no parts. He didn't even make it throughout the season. So just imagine if Jordan stayed. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be upset. Mm-hmm. Yo. So, man, now we have to face Marvin Harrison Jr. with Caleb Williams. 
I mean, we faced him with Stroud. So, I mean, you're going to have to beat him with a good wide receiver either way. Doesn't make a difference. Jordan Addison, Marvin Harrison Jr., it is what it is. You put Benji on one and Cam Hart on the other one. And let's go play. Let's go play. Now we need our defensive line to actually get to Caleb Williams and get him on the ground. Period. Because we were able to make him move off his spot. We just couldn't get him on the ground. Didn't get him. Speaking of that, shout out to Justin Adamiola, who joins his brother Jason Adamiola and going to the next level. He'll be declaring for the NFL draft. He announced that this morning on social media. And uh, would have liked to see him back. But, I, you know, it, the question is how much could he really improve his stock? Right? How much could he really improve his stock? Because I don't think, to me, he's not like that speed guy that's going to come in and get you 12 to 15 sacks. He's not a Foskey. He just slim down, play linebacker. Yeah. So he's he's a developmental guy, but he's a Notre Dame guy, man. Notre Dame guys know how to play in the NFL. And scouts and coaches know that. He'll find a roster. He'll lock on. He'll develop. Dude, I mean, Notre Dame tight. Brock Wright, last Sunday was like the day for Notre Dame tight ends in the NFL. Yeah. Like, it seemed like every NFL tight end that was a Notre Dame grad had a touchdown or a big catch last Sunday. It was crazy. And that's that's why Notre Dame has the fifth most players in the NFL, very quietly, right? You got Durham, you got Brock, you got Cole, you have Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a video, I believe it was Josh Pate, and he was pushing back on people because Caden Proctor, the number one offensive tackle, switched late from Iowa to Alabama. There was a lot of talk of, you know, Alabama using NIL. You know, they use NIL to entice Keon Keeley to decommit and end up in their 23 class. And Josh Pate, you know, who I actually, I really respect, you know, went on his rant saying, no, dude, they don't have to give NIL. They put seven offensive tackles in the first round. And I sat there and I was like, yo, that's a fact. I said, but you can look around and ask, how good are those Alabama offensive linemen in the NFL? Like, name me one elite Bama offensive lineman out of the seven. Evan Neal's coming on. There you go. The Giants in the There you go. You might get two out of the seven that you say, okay, those dudes are elite. Now run me the elite offensive lineman that Notre Dame has in the NFL. Well, Zach is a Hall of Famer. So, <laughs> Zach. Ronnie, Liam has become like, dude, I saw the Dolphins, like Dolphin fans celebrate his return from injury. McGlinchey was, was San Francisco. Like, dude, like you can get all the five stars you want. What do they do when they get to that next level? And that's why Notre Dame can always get offensive line, right? So they can tell you, man, look. Well, we He's still playing. And we, I'm sorry, we didn't even mention Q. We literally just overlooked you. Who oh, might be yeah. the best? He might be the best lineman the in the league. How, I'm sorry, Q. If you ever watched this, you would have been the first one. I'm sorry. I just know Zach because that's the Cowboys playing and shit. You know, 
So it's like that's the counter to Alabama. Yeah, you guys put people in the first round. We turned you into the best lineman in the NFL. <laughs> like, yeah. y'all, y'all can have that. Outside right. it is. Right. Yeah, you can get to the you first round. And, and go build your own house. Right. You know what I mean? You can, we just, you come and get all the knowledge. It's a tree of wisdom over here. Yeah. Heck yeah. So, and we have, you know, Notre Dame is a place where you have first rounders get up in the middle of the season and walk into the coach's office like, hey, coach, you know, I think I'm going to go, uh, I think I'm about to quit and go take this job in D.C. Like, son, what are you talking about? You projected to be a first-round pick next year. Yeah, I know, but I th- this is my passion. I think I'm going to go do this. <laughs> Only in Notre Dame, bro. You're not getting there anywhere else. That's what you get in Notre Dame. It's a special place. So the floor for you, did you set it at 10 or 11? Was it 10 you set it at? I want it to be 11. But 10 is the net. 10 is the worst case possible next year. Worst case? It's 10. It's 10? Okay. So what are the other positions you want to fill when you look at this roster? You say, okay, you have the quarterback in the portal. Give me the top three next positions that you need to fill via the portal. That D-line we talked about, uh, I think getting a receiver wouldn't be bad. Um, how many D linemen do you need? How many D linemen are you trying to get? I would love to get, get two big guys. Okay. I would love to get two big guys. You know, potentially offensive linemen if it's the right fit. Definitely go for a receiver because you can never have enough. I think we just got the safety Bryce Harbor committed from Oklahoma State. Or what is he? Slot corner? Yeah, safety. Probably play slot corner maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, another stab at it but I think it does help the secondary. And, you know, it wouldn't be bad uh, to see us get maybe a veteran linebacker that mm. that kind of, you know, has been proven but needs another opportunity like a Sam Hartman, only because I think that the guys we got are really good, just young, and there's nothing wrong with having a guy like that come in that you could maybe even push – Guys like Maris to get better, you know, because Maris has got to be in a leadership kind of role, and mm-hmm. and you know it would be nice to see that happen. You know, that's interesting that you said that, Left, because I would have never really thought about the linebacker position, but just staying, you know, in tune with what we're seeing from Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman, and why it's a new day. Like, yo, they're no, we're not just about to sit here and make it comfortable at Notre Dame. Everything is about to be uncomfortable. Like you thought, you thought we were competing last year, waiting to this spring. Yeah. Youngsters don't think just because guys are graduating that you're just walking in to a job. No, no. So that linebacker, that veteran linebacker would be very interesting, especially if they could get a guy. And we talked about it. They're sitting around waiting for an NFL type interior offensive lineman to hit the portal. They're waiting. Notre Dame's like, okay, let one. Let one hop into the portal. You're darn right. You're darn right. We're going to go get him. We're absolutely going to go get him. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, all of our great content, along with our brother John Garcia Jr., who just posted two shows this week. 
covering the all-star games, the bowl games, and recruiting 23 and 24. Check it out. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. It's the Lucky Lucky Podcast. You already know we spin it different. Let's get these questions in the uh, super chats out of the way left. Joe Papiti, thank you guys for the show. I get it. Hartman is a gunslinger. I get it. And he makes the quarterback room better. I get it. But our D has to be much better. He himself does not get us the natty. Joe, we, hey, you preaching to the choir. You're preaching to the choir. Another one. Yeah. Joe had another one. Thank you for the super chat. As happy as I am about Hartman, my worry is this. TB doesn't get the job. He transfers. And then we here we are again with a sophomore quarterback with no game experience. So back to the portal we go. Yeah, I mean, that TV situation is very interesting just because he's only getting older and you keep uh, putting roadblocks almost in front of him. Not that he can't overcome or outcompete that whole uh, propaganda they throw out there. I think that's crazy. But, you know, it's a business at the end of the day and you want to put the best product out there. And when you keep uh, recreating the product without fully testing it, you'll never know if it's really good. So at some point, they just got to say, all right, Tyler, you can play and we'll see how it goes. If not, we can move on. But, you know, this is his second year of going through a on and off season. So a lot of it is his fault, but uh, not staying healthy. But at this point, you got to make a decision as a staff to be like, okay, well, we got these youngsters coming in and we got a guy that's a transition bridge type of quarterback for one year that can keep us afloat, what's the game plan? Because you got another guy that is just happy that he's getting backup reps is going back to the gulag of scout team mm-hmm. and split those reps. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they make those decisions moving forward. Yeah, John Massey says, Malik and Sean, is this really the right move? So Hartman plays a year. Indy is in the same spot a year from now as today. Tyler needs games, game reps to develop. I understand the injury concerns, though. Look, I look. I really believe I'm going to be honest. I really believe both quarterbacks are going to be on the roster in the fall. As I sit here today, I really believe that. I think the staff was steadfast in saying that Tyler was the guy when it was him and Drew Pine. They were honest with Tyler about what they feel like the team can do in 23. And that lets Tyler know the level he needs to get to to be able to do that. And then they're bringing in another quarterback. They were very transparent. So Tyler knows. Tyler knows. And I think Tyler trusts Notre Dame. And Tyler's the type of kid, number one, that's going to stick around for three years to make sure he gets that degree, number one. That's number one. So I think he's going to be on the roster just simply for that. He's going to be on the roster. And that's fine. You know, go in there and and and, and it's kind of like, you know, once you're in there for the past two years, you got to kind of. Dude, why would you not get the degree? Why? Get the degree. If he wants to leave after three years, then fine. But after three years, you're the guy. Which goes to one of our deal breakers left. He should get plenty of playing time this season. He should be playing in the third quarter of at least four or five games. And he should he should have packages in the red zone. Tyler Buckner should get plenty of time if he is the backup quarterback. Plenty of action. And you keep him healthy. 
going into the next year. And you have a guy with experience that has gotten much better and has been developed. And Kenny Minchie will be a sophomore as a backup, ready to roll. Now you're building something within your building, within your building and recruiting that you were able to bridge with Sam Hartman in the transfer portal. That's right. And Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese should be able to go and 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 let him know, let Tyler know, like, yo, if indeed you don't win the starting job, this is you. You can still be our national championship quarterback. We believe right. in you. We believe in you. And they can convey that. I believe that wholeheartedly, man. Well, left. great week of shows, man. Great week of shows. As always, Lucky Lefty Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the like button, share, let everybody know. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Yes, I see you in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I think there are a lot of changes coming. I'll leave it at that. I'll, I'll leave it at that. A lot of position changes coming. I think a lot of things are going to move and shift around on the roster. I think they really believe that they have a great shot at winning a national championship. And college football. Number one, you know what's different, left? What? There's only one big time quarterback on one team. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Coming yes. into the season, the big time quarterbacks were at were Williams. what the big time court no, the big oh, time quarterback and Bryce and Bryce. So you expected Alabama. You had oh, and Drake May. And Drake May, right? Next year. You don't know who Alabama's quarterback is going to be. They had Jalen Miro working with the wide receivers in bowl prep. So I guess he's out, he's out of the running. Kyle McCord yeah, at Ohio State, Kate Klubnick and Clemson. Like, who are you? What quarterbacks? That's why they feel like the opening is there. Who's the quarterback? It's Caleb Williams. You beat him. Maybe you see him in the playoff again. Maybe you don't. But you don't have those big-time quarterbacks at the big-time programs, the proven commodities. You don't have that next year. So next year, could it be you could even see more teams close to a TCU jump up into the college football playoff. Yeah, quarterbacks are pretty even nowadays. Quarterbacks are even, man. What are we talking about? Bo Nix at Oregon? Please. Michael, Michael Penix Jr. at Washington? Do these quarterbacks scare you? Like, they're good, but do, do they scare you? The only quarterback that scares you, if you're Notre Dame, is Caleb Williams. And honestly, Notre Dame feels like they should have beat them. Yeah. They feel like Utah took our game plan and beat them the following week. If you ask the people in the building, they feel like we played horrible against USC. And we still... With 10 points down with the ball in the fourth quarter. 
So they feel like they have a great chance. Hey, all of college football should feel like they have a great chance left. Because it's, it's a lot of young quarterbacks, first-time starters, taking the field at big-time programs. Unless the rumor of Spencer Sanders to Georgia falls through, if he ends up at Georgia, that, that might flip some things. But other than that, it should be wide open, man. You know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Story of the Day, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. What you got on the Petty Train, left? Man, uh... I got a good one, but... There's a lot going on. Um, Kick it off, kick it off. Well, first of all, shout out to Drake Bowen and Jeremiah Love for being selected as the Gatorade National Player of the Year. Uh, winners in the state of Indiana and the state of Missouri. Shout out to them for doing that. All right. Left. Something irked me yesterday. What happened? You know the most popular amongst culturally, this is for the Culture Friday, culturally, do you know the top five ice creams for our culture left? It's Let me just educate. It's probably something not top five to us. Huh? It is butter pecan. That's pretty good. Black walnut. Black walnut. Oh, dude. Black walnut is huge amongst older what? black people. Oh, dude. Go go oh, into any. You talking about the black walnut cherry one? No, no, just regular black walnut. You man, you walk into any Baskin Robbins, where there is a concentrated population of the culture, they run out of black walnut faster than any other ice cream. It's amazing. I like older people just come buy it up and store it. I don't know if they just store it like for the year, but literally, it's just crazy but this is my point in knowing that the black walnut is in that top five my grandmother was the one that introduced me to black walnut when i was a kid she used to make me walk to the corner store i would buy her lottery tickets right i would buy her lot of lottery tickets i would get her cigarettes this is when you had the glass bottles a pop that you could buy individually <laughs> I don't even know if you remember those, Lev. This yeah. might be before your time. I would individually buy her one peach pop, and she would get a pint of Baldwin's 
black walnut ice cream. Mm. This is like every other day. Mm. Every other day. Bro, so me getting introduced as a kid, it stayed with me. It stayed with me, love. Yeah. So yesterday, my wife and I, we had some incredible, shout out to Exclusive Jerk in Chicago Heights, incredible chicken. We had a uh, whole chicken dinner, just the chicken, white meat only, fantastic, like perfect, like, you know, the jerk is not too spicy, but it's right on the edge of spicy just enough where you feel like you're about to sneeze and your eyes are about to water. It's like right there. But it smooths out. But it's, yeah, it smooths out. It's perfect, left. And the, man, the chicken was juicy. It was perfect. Mm. And I'm sitting there That's and I'm right. like, yo, we're watching movies together. And I'm like, man, I want some dessert. What should I get? And I thought about my grandmother and I was like, man, I want some black walnut ice cream. So I go on DoorDash because I got lazy because we were watching the movies. And I'm like, man, I ordered on DoorDash. And these dudes have no selection for black walnut. Baskin Robbins, let me put y'all up on a little game, man. Because, wait a minute, because I've gone to the Baskin Robbins that I'm ordering from and they consistently run out of black walnut. Or they run out. They consistently run out. But how is it not available to order on on the food apps? Like, look, man, do a better job. Do a better job with your options. You got to have black walnut available for the culture, man. That's like having an 80s, 90s party and you're not playing uh, Run DMC and LL Cool J. You're just missing the boat. You're missing the boat. Come on, man. You just ruined my whole experience. I'm I'm thinking about my grandmother, and you just ruined it, man. So what did we learn today? DoorDash needs to do a better job. Provide next day. Absolutely. And Marcus Freeman and 112. (laughs) They were sitting there waiting for Sam Hartman to come through the door, singing dance with I see you in the parking lot and it wanna get you down to the spot. He's in the group. He's in the group. Bring him. That's you in the group. And Cap Marcus said, What I can tell in your eyes that you're feeling me and I really want you. You know, you got that Under Armour suede leather coat. You know, there's with me. uh, There's with me. uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman doing the slam. Oh, yeah, hitting them notes now. Hitting them recruiting notes. Just right. Uh, no, Ryan Loftus, I do mess with Kilwins. Uh, I go to the one in Hyde Park all the time. Oh, Kilwins is good, yeah. Yeah. Dude, they have a coconut chocolate chip mm. at Kilwins. I have to try it. It's fantastic, dude. Fantastic. I go to the one in Hyde Park all the time, Ryan Loftus. Rock with them all the time. But, like, you know, I'm out in the birds, making that trek to the city. That's, that has to be planned, bro. Like, yeah. all right. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Great show. Great week of shows. We appreciate you guys. We do it for you. We'll be back next week. More interviews. Yeah, we'll, man, we'll get Marcus Freeman. We'll have anybody on the show. You know us. 
We'll have anybody on the show. We don't care because we spend it different. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you guys on Monday for another edition of the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Enjoy yourselves, but most of all, make sure that you spend it different. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com